Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Well, hi there, and welcome to this week's Future Print Podcast. I have with me uh, Holly Steedman of Integration Technology. Hi to you, Holly. Hi, Fraser. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, great to speak to you. Um, Holly, it's always good to speak to you. And, and, you know, you've been in the industry for a long time, so you've always got uh, lots to say about what's going on. Um, you and I were chatting uh, a few days ago about some, some key trends that are impacting on adoption of different technologies within the, the print segment. And you said, oh, Fraser, I'd love to come and talk to you a little bit about adoption and adoption of LED into new applications. So that's what we were going to talk a little bit about today. So Holly, just quickly for anyone who doesn't know much about you, just give us a quick of who you are and what you do for integration technology. Yeah, sure. So I've been with integration just over two and a half years now, and I'm now responsible for our business and technology um, development area. So that's basically I'm out there in the industry collecting the knowledge and feeding it, feeding it back into the company so we can we can think about our direction and where we're going in the future. Mm. And you, you've been in the industry for quite a long time, as I mentioned earlier, um, previously with Marido, I know, and with a number of other major manufacturers. Um, so, you you know, you've got a good insight and good relationships with lots of different people in the market. And as I said, we you said to me, oh, Fraser, I'd really like to talk a little bit about this, this kind of um, new, I guess it's, it's new adoption of, of LED for lots of different reasons, but just explain to me what you were thinking. I know particularly you you felt the, the collaborative way that our segment works is one of those kind of reasons, but there's others as well. Tell us a bit more. Yeah, so the adoption of LED has been going on for a long time in, in wide format, for example. Mo, you know, most wide format printers now have LED. There's, there's hardly any that have uh, UV mercury. But in the industrial areas, it has been a little bit of a slow adoption for, for many different reasons. Mm. Um, but there are things that are driving it at the moment, for example, the, the energy crisis and the economic situation. And this is pushing it in a little bit into a different for different business model for us, because we're actually finding that we're getting a lot more end users directed, directly contacting us, which is in the in the past has not really has not been our, our business model we're, we're selling you know b2b like most of the other um suppliers in the industry but you know that with this kind of network that we have and we've been building in the recent years particularly with ink companies um for example mm-hmm. you know this enables this kind of project to be realized and to be implemented you know, even if it is with working with more end users, because we can make cooperations better with with partners mm. and sort of tackle these 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 topics together. Mm-hmm. You mentioned to me um, that obviously the current energy crisis is impacting a little bit. You know, I guess potential power cuts. Funny enough, just before we we started this recording, you said, "Oh, well, there's been a power power cut." Yeah, exactly. I, I actually, <laughs> I actually, we were running a little bit behind schedule. Yeah. But I had, <laughs> yeah. actually had a power cut today. Yes. Yeah. But so, yeah, so uh, you you feel a bit like that this is in part because of the amount of energy that's used and the difference. So tell, explain what you were thinking there. 
Yeah, so this isn't a new subject for LED. You know, LED has been known um, to reduce the power consumption if you're looking at converting uh, a production line from from UV mercury lamps, for example. You know, it, it lowers you know it lowers the the peak demand when you're starting up. You know, because of the inherent nature of a UV lamp. Um, mm of a UV mercury lamp compared to an LED. Mm. And obviously in general, the power consumption is reduced because you're usually turning it on and off as you need it. Whereas with a UV mercury lamp, it, it has to stay permanently on and, and shuttered, for example. Mm. So all these topics have been there, have always been there, but now what is happening, obviously, energy prices are increasing. Companies mm. are now really forced to, to consider these these cost reduction methods and also you know the the return on investment then becomes um far the achievement comes becomes faster of the return on investment because yeah. of for example before there was always a topic about the led ink prices because in generally depending on the on the application on the ink type for example flexo mm. um the ink prices tend to be slightly higher with led formulations mm. But obviously now with the rise in energy costs, um, at the end of the day, you know, when you're calculating, um, the return on investment is uh, actually achievable at a, a lot faster rate mm. with, uh, with the increased prices. Mm, definitely. And just as a comparison in terms of energy, what about up against sort of traditional drying, other drying methods, you know, sort of... Uh... The net so, as well. So a rough calculation, sort of a rough calculation, it could be anything up to seventy percent reduction no. of your of your power consumption. Mm. Obviously, that right. is really dependent on on your shifts, how many machines. Mm. Um, but that's something we we calculate um, internally. We have um, uh, a cost calculator that we use um, that inputs basically the exact um, customer specifications. How many hours are running? Speed of the system, how many lamps, etc. And then you can really then get a a, a full picture of that because mm. you know we're we, we're not into this you know you know greenwashing is a big topic at the moment, and that's sure. not what we're trying to do here. We really want to give the customers a realistic um, you know measure, realistic measure of mm. of what the power reduction um, will be. Yeah, and that's important, isn't it? Because exactly as you said, it's too easy for people to say, "Oh, yeah, we're, you know, this is a, a much more eco-friendly approach." But actually, we want you, you want to you want to sort of give them the clear numbers to help reflect what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I I get that. That makes an awful lot of sense. And I I guess part of this is because of uh, you wanted to talk about this because of the collaboration aspect of our industry. And the exactly. fact that there's kind of cooperation. So are you kind of saying, look, when someone's thinking about a project, um, then all these factors should be in there at the beginning? Yeah, so I've had it. I've had uh, end customers approach me, approach us directly as a company about changing over, for example, screen printing to LED. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're looking also for someone who can advise them on 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 the ink partners. They 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 probably have a uv ink partner already but they're looking for some some reassurance you know of of the combination of the of the the ink and the led curing system you know that they're for, for some of these 
people, it's still a really unknown technology, you know, because you haven't been using it in your production facility. Mm. Um, even though we've been using it in, in wide format industry for a long time, mm. that, that doesn't mean that it's um, in other industries, it's, it's, it's a fully trusted technology. And when you were talking about screen printing, just out of curiosity there, so so what particular applications do you think? Are you thinking printed electronics or or something a bit more specific? So there's a lot of action in the container um, yeah, industry. Mm-hmm. So um, which actually there's been a probably because of there's been a lot of shows in that area this mm-hmm. year. And they've mm-hmm. the, plastics, glass, that sort of thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um the ink companies have um formulations for LED for this for these areas mm-hmm. um, in screen printing. And yeah, with the screen printing is a unique one also because still some people are actually using ceramic inks, mm. which require to be the same in the same way as a ceramic tile. Mm. A ceramic ink on a uh, glass or needs to be then fired in a um, in a furnace at the mm. end. Mm. And obviously, we're talking a huge furnace that is um, is is heated constantly. Mm. You cannot cannot turn this on and off. So it's a huge amount of energy. Mm. So you've actually got people also taking the jump from ceramic inks to um, UV inks and and rather go to UV mercury. A lot of them are considering to to make that jump directly to UV LED. Mm. So there's there's kind of two topics here. There's the conversion of of people purely to, to UV technology away from ceramic and people converting away from UV mercury to LED. Mm. So it's it's an interesting topic and um it's for sure being pushed by this the whole current uh, economic um, uh, yeah. crisis and yeah. energy crisis because you know governments start to give benefits to companies who reduce their their um power consumption sure so people obviously that in different countries it depends which countries you're talking about but there's different grants different um programs um depending on the country where the companies can benefit from reducing this and if you've got mm. many production lines obviously converting to led could make a uh, a big difference. big difference yeah i know that you're obviously based in germany is the german government supporting this kind of thing um so i've heard more that the netherlands have got better schemes mm-hmm. for for this um type of uh grant so it really d- depends on the area you are so you know i would just say that people should really check out the situation yeah. in their local area if they're mm-hmm. considering it or their their country and just con- consider that yeah um, now you you also mentioned actually that this is a sort of future proofing approach isn't it giving sort of new lease life to the to the, to the machines yeah exactly that's the other topic you know Companies maybe at the moment are not investing in um, new um, large um, invest machines. Mm. Um, They could be looking at a way of, um, yeah, upgrading these or, or, um, yeah, getting a few more years out of them, so to say, or Mm. um, they have to rethink their, their purchasing at the present with the present situation. So this can be a way of, you know, you can integrate LED relatively simply into um, existing printing lines or printing systems. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we like to cooperate with the machine builder on this um, on this aspect. Mm. Um, 
Has this meant that your integration technologies kind of business model has, has tweaked a bit, has kind of reshaped? I wouldn't say uh, it's reshaped. I would just say that we have been flexible and, and seen this um, opportunity, you know, because ultimately we want to drive LED to other industries. Mm. You know, that's that's beneficial, not just for us. It's also beneficial for, for the industry, for the printing industry sure. long term. Mm. So in this in this particular subject, yeah, we, obviously we had to change our thinking and change our sort of a business approach mm. um, to enable us to be able to support this these yeah. applications, and that yeah. could be like we discussed by means of partner, for example. Sure. Um, you know that could be a technical partner um, who's in installing the systems and supporting. If it is an end user, for example, that could be an ink partner that we're working with and. Um, you know, pushing the subject with the end users or showing showing them proof of concept. Um, yeah. So it's it's really it's really one that's been a lot about cooperations with other with other partners in the industry. And and that's been well received. People like that as, a, as an initiative. Yeah, I think everyone has to start to think a little bit, you know, outside the box from their business to to make to secure the business. You know, we have to think of every eventuality at this situation. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, machine builders could be faced with people not investing in new machines. Mm. Um, if the economic crisis continues the way it is going, mm. so you know, we all I think everyone's very open, very open to. Um, yeah, to to uh, to new ideas or new new business models at this time. Or I, I think you know it's the same with same what happened in the pandemic, isn't it? You know, yeah. everyone had to think a little bit outside the box, think a little bit of um, other um, approaches, business approaches. Mm. So, no, I think you're right. It's a it's a good, it's a good point, and um, well made, and also you know from from the point of view of the technology specifically you you really you know you're thinking about how you can support your customers both partner customers and kind of end user customers yeah and like i said it's also for us you know we're very much obviously led is a passion for us you know sure. we're, we're producing led curing systems and that's that's pretty much it apart from a few other um um products mm. um you know it's there's there's still a place for mercury curing in an industry. That's not that's not what we're trying to do here. But you know, going forward, um, LED will be more of a future, more of the future of our of our industry in in all applications, not just wide format. Yeah. So absolutely, it's important for us to to not ignore applications like the screen printing application, for example, sure. um, yeah. where they're looking to implement it. Yeah. Manufacturing is undergoing a digital revolution. The Future Print Tech Digital Print for Manufacturing event will explore the exciting opportunities for inkjet technology in manufacturing industries. Join us at the Muller Centre in Cambridge on the 9th and 10th of November. For more information, visit futureprint.tech forward slash events. That's Future Print Tech Digital Print for Manufacturing. Now, listen, I, I just wanted to ask a couple of other slightly different questions, but um, interesting nonetheless. So first thing is just to you know, say congratulations to you. I know that you've been promoted within, internally within integration technology. and I know that a number of other people have been promoted, which is, is great news. Um, 
both you and Elizabeth Bentley, who part of the team. What's really nice about this is that you know both of you women, you know, work. This is a, this is an industry, isn't it? The print industry that's a, 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 a very male dominated industry. So it's it's a compliment to the management uh, that they're thinking, you know, broadly about what's what's going on and and understanding the importance of diversity and and, and, and getting different ideas. Generally, you know, you're pleased about this. This is good to see, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, so like you said, I've been in the industry for a long time. I've, I've, I thought obviously I've experienced different things going on with, when it comes to being a woman, but mm. I would say in general, I've had a very positive, positive experience. I've been lucky to have some, some really great bosses or, mm. you know, that have really pushed me into some in some sometimes they've actually reminded me that it doesn't matter that I'm a woman you know maybe you know it, 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 so and I think our company um integration is completely fluid in these aspects yeah I mean it's um we, we are an engineering company so there are there are few fewer women in our company also which is something obviously we would like to improve mm. but that's that's just a that's not an easy task for any company you know no. because engineering people from engineering background tend to be um male you know that's sure that is more commonplace this is um, an issue isn't it generally across the print industry and i just wonder as a woman in the industry what would you say could be something that might make it more attractive to women to to be to, to join the industry I would say we've made a lot of steps, really, to be honest. Mm. When I think back about when I first started, I mean, you often still saw these like naked ladies body painted mm. or something like this, That's and right, you don't see sure. that at all now. Um, so I, I think we've made a lot of steps in the right in the right direction for sure as an industry. Mm. Um, I mean, it's not just it's not just the fact that we're a very male um, heavy industry. We're also quite an aging industry. To yeah. Be honest, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. I was having that exact conversation with someone. I'm, I'm doing an event uh, a couple of weeks' time, a Canon event in in Munich, and uh, we're talking about that exact issue of recruitment and retention of young people as much as yeah. as you know uh, gender diverse. Yeah. And and getting young people into the industry is really challenging, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we have a very young engineer who's just come directly from university, and for him, it, he's found it a very exciting industry, but. Mm. Um, on the outside, it might not be so exciting to to other people. Um, but I've seen some great initiatives from companies. Um, I saw, I think it was Durst. They they had an open house where they um, basically invited all potential um, new candidates there, which I think is great to actually show people what we do. I mean, that's that's really how I took the job in this industry, to be honest. Mm. So when I when I was joining the industry. Um, at Seracol, which Fujifilm Seracol, or Fujifilm Speciality Ink Systems as it is now, um, it was really walking around the lab, seeing, I saw someone doing the classic um, tape adhesion test, and mm-hmm. I was kind of just fascinated by it. So it, it was really kind of actually seeing it. And then I decided to go into that industry rather than going into um, pharmaceuticals. Mm. So it, it was really actually seeing it in action um, and seeing, you know, you know, print is a very tactile topic still, very tactile. You know, this 
And I think some people are just drawn to that. You know, I'm I'm still drawn to to that. You know, I'm looking at prints. I'm looking. I'm collecting things like that. Mm. And mm. it's but, creative from that point of view, isn't it? It's like you said. Mm. Yeah. But no. to get people interested in and show that there's, I mean, especially now when we when we look at industrial applications. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're talking about integrating print lines um, in, in complex environments, you know, this is also very technically challenging. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we need an organisation or group <laughs> for young for, for encouraging young people. Yeah, exactly that. I was funny enough. I was thinking exactly the same thing along the same lines this morning i was wondering whether we could do a recruitment fair you know a kind of a, a roadshow recruitment fair where companies came and showed what they did to graduates for example and you did it in three cities in europe and you know just got people to, to just try and get a bit more excited about what the industry yeah. is about it depends on the location doesn't it yeah, i mean i know in the uk unfortunately i think a lot of the sort of printing degrees have, have gone now so yeah, they have, yeah. yeah, yeah. i mean it's depending on the area i know that in the uk it's a, it's a pretty it's very particularly tough um tough area for 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 the sort of printing industry from a from a from a study perspective yeah and there isn't any one geographic location where you know where there's a lot of it going on so um Interesting subject. Would like to cover that more, and think I think actually we'll we probably will in the next few weeks with some of our other podcasts. Um, Holly, just before you go, I know you are speaking at the Cambridge Future Print Tech um, conference that we're running on the 9th and tenth of November. Um, yes. Tell us a bit about you. you you're joined by um, Jochen um, Christians. Who's just just give us a little bit of uh, an understanding of what you're going to be talking about. Yeah. So. I'm going to try and keep it technical, obviously, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as much as we can without boring everyone, you know, mm. try and keep the balance. Mm. But no, we want to just talk about and this is also an example of cooperation. You know, Zella and Mailing are an ink uh, manufacturer mm-hmm. and coating manufacturer. So we want to discuss the topic of basically um, sort of rethinking and looking back at applications for industrial printing that can be realized now um because you know we we all get carried away especially with industrial printing we're always going over after the shiny exciting projects mm. but now because of certain developments in the ink formulations in the printhead um specifications there are some applications that were overlooked maybe in the past mm-hmm. and could now be realized with industrial printing and just just kind of make sense really um and but are maybe not so sexy and people don't really sure. um you know th- think of them as a, as a hot topic but mm. um it's about implementing isn't it you know implementing industrial print into as many um industrial digital inkjet printing into as many applications as possible and especially mm. in the ones where it makes sense you know um, no, real reason why i've always said you know industrial inkjet printing is is a fascinating um topic but sometimes people try and implement it in areas where it just doesn't make sense sure Um, so yeah it's a little rethink a little refresh um discussion and we're going to discuss a little bit about um polypropylene ink that's been developed um and and the applications it can be used with um so hopefully it will be uh interesting (laughs) to to some some people Oh, I think um, it's good. Yeah, really good. So, Holly, thanks very much, and and, and look forward to seeing you there. And um, 
also with Jochen, and the two uh, two of you will be talking about, as you said, uh, that subject. But it's, you know, I think people are interested just to hear more about that. So that's brilliant. Holly, it's been good to talk to you. Thank you very much for joining us. Interesting couple of uh, topics that we've picked up on there, particularly obviously the LED subject and and, the, uh, and conversation around women in print. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, look forward to catching up with you fairly soon. Yeah, thanks, Fraser. See you in Cambridge. Yeah, take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up. And visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Futureprint events. We'll see you next time on the Futureprint podcast.